Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fits Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Baz Porter. Baz, how are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you very much, Thomas. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. So Baz Porter is a standout figure in the world of business coaching and leadership enhancement. With a solid background in organization, organizational psychology and hands-on business experience, Baz's approach to coaching is both innovative and transformative. Whether you're a leader or an entrepreneur, Baz's tailored coaching program aims to ignite your potential and drive lasting influence. Each client's unique needs and objectives are at the core of his method, ex- exemplified by the innovative RAMS, RAMS coaching technique, within his transformative leadership coaching program. Additional specialized program catered to different goals, business growth, team performance, entrepreneur success, and customizable coaching for specific client needs. But there's more beneath the surface. To fully grasp Bass coaching philosophy, a deeper exploration is required. His contribution to the field are notable. And through his commitment to helping others, Bass put exemplifies the transformative power of proficient coaching. Bass, welcome. Welcome and thank you. It's been a, it's an honor and a privilege to be here today. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, man, let's let's dive into your story. You know, talk to us. Um, so who are you? Where are you from? Let's start off from there. Well, firstly, I'm Baz Porter. Um, you've heard my name a few times. I'm originally from the UK. Um, I'm what they call well-traveled. I ended up living in Colorado, where I love. My wife and I just moved from uh, Los Angeles very recently, last October. How I got here, very long story. I'll condense it. From military service, I went into homelessness after DJing and drug addiction. And I had an epiphany after 11 years or 12 years of addiction and cycling through that, that I was more. And I um, had PTSD from the forces. I don't decide or define myself in that label anymore. Mm. I chose to elevate myself. And I realized that, um, as someone else once said, success leaves clues. So I made it my passion, my mission to um, retrieve the, the clues from the success study others that have done it, and then build my own empire. In that process, I ended up traveling the world on donations and then meeting my, my wife four years ago, ended up coming back from Australia after doing a tour on donations over there, getting married um, in 2019. From then, I uh, built up a very successful business from coaching and speaking on stages Mm-hmm. And I thrive helping people and people being the best versions of themselves in their leadership, within their businesses, and also in their personal lives. So that's mm-hmm. how I got here, the short version. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. 
you have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T dot com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Well, that's definitely powerful right there, man. So let, let's go back, man. Let's go back to the aha moment, right? When you, you're going through the struggle, right? Dealing with a post-traumatic um, stress disorder. You're, you know, you're really going through it. What was that uh, aha moment that made you want to find um, or uh, seek change, seek help? It was really recognizing within myself that I had more to give. Mm. And there comes a point in anybody's life where you reach a wall and you have no other choice to reach out to somebody. At the time, I was working in a garden, uh, as a manager for a garden. The garden was open to the public. There was nine gardens in total. And I was going through a hard time uh, through alcohol, and I was addicted to, at the time, very much addicted to alcohol. I was an alcoholic. Um, and then I realized one day when I went to work, I had a question or an epiphany, more like there was more I could be doing. I wasn't supposed to be in a gardener, in a garden any longer, but I didn't know what that was. I had no direction at the time. I couldn't even afford to you know, live really. So I went online and I started just researching groups, what other people were doing, and I came across this thing called coaching. Now, up until that point, I'd never heard of what coaching really was. And I started to go a bit deeper in it. I went to the spiritual side of it. I went to the psychology side of it. I took both and I gradually grew. I then became a part of a Facebook group. And I started to share my message for free and help people having conversations just like this. Mm-hmm. And I grew a Facebook group from 4,000 people to 36,000 people within six months. Wow, that's impressive. It was incredible. And that was just doing what I'm doing now, having conversations. But I realized something that the message was never about me. It's all about somebody else. And like what you have here, Thomas, how may I serve you? As coaches and as people of service to others, I quickly realized on this journey that it was never about me. I can use my experiences to help others. And it was that pivotal point where I started to change the question within myself. I started to help others uh, greatly. But I the studying from people like Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, and Bob Proctor, and many, many more, really helped me understand the fundamentals of personal development, of what was actually possible 
by following the greats in these industries. It's not about copying them. It was about being who you are, but equally expanding that message and helping other people, holding space for them. So the pivotal moment for me was changing my question within myself. Mm. And it wasn't just how may I serve. It was how may I serve you within my grace. And that expanded me and my mindset to a much higher level where it was beyond just what I was coaching or what I was teaching or what I was helping, who I was helping. It was about the ripple effect. And that's what the pivotal moment where I changed the question within myself to moving through that to the next level. And that's why I try and teach people now. Yeah, that's definitely powerful right there. I find it's all about what you just mentioned, right? Asking yourself the right questions, right? The how, the why, the what, and really, really assessing yourself and digging deep. Because oftentimes we just, we operate this world, um, we operate in society, um, and we're just like cog on the wheel, right? Um, but once you're able to pause and reflect on your current circumstance, your current positioning, then you can ask yourself those questions. Because like when you're distracted, those questions don't, don't come arise. Those questions don't pop up, you know? When you're so focused on doing other things, those questions don't come up. So when, when you're when you're in the garden, right? When was there a, was there a certain situation that occurred and that made you kind of like stop in your steps to reflect and ask yourself that question? Yeah, um, and this is an amazing question. I love, I love the question. There, there was I I was in charge of uh, nine gardens. I'll set the scene and then I'll tell the Okay. Um, and one of the gardens was based on uh, Italy and the, the, the Renaissance in Italy. They had a big fountain. And I was actually fixing a, a water feature that one of the pipes had burst mm-hmm. you know, after winter. We're getting ready for summer and opening. And I was knee deep in water, mud, and God knows what else. And I realized that not just what I was doing didn't feel right anymore because it was freezing cold. It was minus stupid. Um, there was ice on the floor, snow. I was, I was cold to the bone, mm. but I was not getting too old for this. Too old to be running about in the fields, too old to be hands deep in, in mud and serving someone else. I wanted, and I felt there was more from me. And instead of asking, what am I doing? I asked, why was I doing it? Mm, a why question. Mm-hmm. And it was that moment that I couldn't come up with an answer. And I couldn't give a valid reason, logically or emotionally, for what I was doing in the hole, fixing somebody else's pipe, when I could be in a nice warm house, helping people or doing something else. I didn't know yeah. what it looked like at the time. And I was like, there's nothing... that why am I doing this? It's not for the money because if money, although it was okay, it wasn't brilliant, Mm -hmm. but it was just serving me. What I found looking back in that moment was 
the gardening, the working with the earth was very grounding for me. And it, ga it gave an opportunity for me to be in the presence of nature, in the presence of um, earth, to come to an epiphany that life wasn't about money. And many, like many people, I was at the time, I was chasing the money, I was chasing uh, you know, the, the, the significance of being an important person within that garden. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I realized it wasn't about money. It wasn't about my ego. It, life for me at that point changed and it shifted from ego and money into service and how money, how may I use my experiences to help others. Mm. And it was that moment. Now then, from there, and me making that decision, within a week, I lost my job, my home, and my car. Wow. So I decided something in that moment, and the universe all went, okay, let's do this. Let's test them. Yeah. Let's test them. Yeah, that's the test. My car broke down. Uh, firstly, it blew up on the motorway the weekend. So that means I couldn't get to work. And my boss, uh, my boss at the time was um, extravagant. We'll just leave it like that. <laughs> they fired me. Um, and I was yeah. like, okay, fine, fair enough. So as a result, I couldn't pay my rent, which was due that next week. So I lost my house all within the space of a week, seven days. So I phoned up a friend of mine and I said, uh, help, because <laughs> I had no one else. And she's like a sister to me. And then she said, come around, I've got a spare bedroom. So that's where I stayed while I was regrouping. But it was in that moment that changed me. And then the universe went, let's put your money where your mouth is and let's test you. Mm. And it was the most humbling moment of my life because I realized there was an outside power much bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And I had physical, tangible evidence in that in the moments of, yeah, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> but there was deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And on, to, on that layer on top of it, I was realizing it's not about money, it's not about ego, it's about service, about helping people, changing people's lives. And that is what happened to get me from working in a three, uh, 3D job, if you like, of being in the garden, all about money and ego and status, being a head gardener, which wasn't a bad job, but I realized there was much more. And that's what the catalyst that set me off on the journey that I'm on now. But it was very humbling in that in that, that couple of weeks, it was very, I had a very humbling experience. Yeah, Bass, like this story right here, it's, it reminds me of the hero's journey in the sense, right? Um, and I also realized that whenever we're trying to get to the next level, we get tested, right? And de depending on the individual, if that individual is able to, you know, um, not only withstand, but pass the test by going through those various obstacles, which normally makes you a better person, right? Because you, have to, you learn humility, you learn to put aside your ego, you learn to ask for help. All of these things are necessary for you to get to the next level. And especially if you want to serve others as a leader, you have to 
be willing to go through these things. Yes. You know, so it's almost like you're going through these obstacles and these dire situations, and it's it's, it's equipping you <laughs> with the tools needed for the next level. But during that time frame, we're not thinking about this. We 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 going through the, the these these dire straits and we're going through the struggling moments and. The, the only thing we're thinking about is, damn, this sucks. <laughs> but once you get past that, you once you get to the other side, you get the chance to appreciate the struggle. So it's a healthy struggle in a sense. One of the, one of the things that uh, I really learned in a lot of my challenges and very very recently is, and Tony Robbins speaks about this: appreciate everything, mm. or trade your exp- expectations for appreciation and you actually change your life now in the moment when you're going through a trial it's easier said than done but once you start really embodying that 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 method that psychology of appreciation and trading for the expectation it, you truly change your life and you change your mindset into yeah. a higher level of awareness because gratitude is the the conductor for everything in your life the more you're grateful the more you attract mm-hmm. and you come it comes into the heart math and all the rest of it but all of all of this trials tribulations any in any situation in the world if people start trading their expectations into appreciation and remove the ego from themselves in their leadership, in their style of leaderships, then you start to change the pathway of where not just you are going, but the following that you are commanding goes. Exactly. You're setting an example. You're setting a standard, a higher standard. And I learned from my military career, never, ever demand more of someone else than you would yourself. Mm. So every morning, I'm, I command of myself the highest standard. And if I'm human, which I am, you lapse, you, you procrastinate, you have bad days, you have angry moments, but you can accept all of that and go, actually, I love the lesson and I'm here to learn. And be a, a, a student in life rather than a proclaimed leader, a servant leader, yes. But a proclaimed leader in ego is not something that I've learned to be because of the challenges that what I've had in my time. And like I'm sure as you have had, Thomas, we've all had them challenges. But you're another example of somebody who is rising above the challenges but chosen to, because there's always a choice. Yes, indeed. And that needs to be admired within within yourself and people who follow you. That's one of the things that drew me to your profile because of who you are at your core. That resonates with me, and that resonates with many, many others. That's yeah, I, do. I definitely appreciate you recognizing that, and you're absolutely right, man. Um, and this is this is why you know. Um, leaders have to constantly you know not only reflect on the past but also reflect on where they're at so the, because sometimes when you when you, you get caught up in the now right and 
if you don't get the chance to reflect on where you came from, what brought you to this position, then you you might that ego might pop up again, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's constant it's constant analysis, it's constant mm-hmm. assessment of self. So yeah. uh, I think it's, it's very very important. So I'm glad you're constantly diving into personal development. You're, you're reading the books. It seems like you're, you're on top of it, um, which is it's great for accountability purpose, you know? Um, so with that being said, um, I'm, I'm big when it comes to accountability. Do you have an accountability team or a group of folks that you trust um, to keep you focused and grounded? Yes. Um, one of them is my wife. Okay. She is, she is my um, one, number one accountability person. But I have a team of coaches that I refer out to for, who are specially specialize in their industries. I'm not the expert in uh, everything. I can't be. But what I do have is a structured team of people around me that are the experts in their field. So I can reach out to them. Hi, I could do some advice. Um, how do how would you pivot from here to here? If it's wealth, what what, what tax strategies do you have? What can I learn from you? And then equally, they do the same for me. But I really found out early on. No, it wasn't even early on. It was in the last two or three years that I couldn't do it on my own. But it was better to ask for help and say, I don't know everything, but I know someone that does. And what's the, what's the best way? Not the necessarily the quickest way, but what's the best, more effective way of going from point A to point B? And who do I know in my circle that I trust? So I started to reach out to people in peer groups, different organizations to get the best of the best. And I found they could teach me something and equally they could te- I could teach them. So it's a mutual exchange. And then I asked them to come into my, my world and say, this is what I want to build. It's a higher level uh, type of uh, service that is not necessarily all the, all, the, all the time out there, but it's done at the highest level. And they hold me accountable for the things that I have to do, like webinars, podcasts, uh, meetings, etc. I found that VAs for me, uh, a normal VA wouldn't work. I had to have someone who was very, very intellectual and on the ball all the time who could manage and do all the rest of it. Because when you're trying to speak to somebody as you, it's very difficult for someone to find just a normal VA. So I, I became in contact with all these sorts of people and some very, very, very successful people who have you know, 10, 11, 12 figure uh, companies, some of them. But they're not well known. They're just in the background and that's where yeah. they like to be. But they got that successful because of the things they know and the, what they've been through in their life. So I learned off them. I learned, I continue to learn off them. And it was very, very empowering for them to go, you've got something. Let us help you go to that next level. Let us guide you and build legacies for other people. That's incredible right there. And then I started to listen more rather than talk, which is a lot of people do. Yeah, and I think I think um, that's also what keeps a lot of, a lot of people um, stagnate, 
right? Um, mm-hmm. The talk and talk and talk and not, because um, I used to be, I used to be that way um, and not ask for help. It took me a long time to ask for help. I'm going to be transparent right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me a long time to reach out and hire a coach and to share the things that I was working on with others, you know, because back in my mind, I got this. I could, I could do this by myself. You know, I don't need any help. I could power through it. I could I could pull an all-nighter. Um, but at the end of the day, you're only one individual. So mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. So it sounds like you've built yourself a phenomenal mastermind. So kudos to you, man. So let's let's now pivot to towards the coaching, right? Because I know you have a, fr- a framework, right? Rams, yes. R-A-M-S. What's the acronym? Uh, it's, RAMS stands for Results, Attitude, Mastery, and Systems. Okay, okay. So now, with, that, with, that, with that right there, um, your, 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 with your coaching practice, right? Mm-hmm. Is it individualized or is it a group coaching or is it a hybrid? But a hybrid. Um, I've actually built two masterminds. Uh, one is a lower tier mastermind to serve everybody. I'm just launching in the process of launching now, actually. It's called A Million Dreams. And it's focused on hot seats. So it's hot seat space. We go in there, solve people's problems once a week. People come in and they build community on that level. There is, there's a level above that, which is a tiered mastermind. And that's $100,000 per year the elite, the elite, top of the range, etc. Now, my aim is to get people from the A Million Dreams into the elite Spartacus mastermind mm-hmm. at that top level so they can interact with the elite of the world and the elite people going on these trips, adventures, and living the life they want to do, build legacies. Yeah. The other side of it is um, I do one-on-one coaching, and I do... Um, tiered sections from that so there's a 180 degree coaching method that i do using rams to change people's lives and there's a higher level version of that same sort of principle you just get more benefits uh with it okay you, the higher tier you get access to every all of my coaches all the people i'm affiliated with my affiliate partners the whole works it's the whole singing whole dancing your uh, atmosphere you're actually treat like a, an Olympic athlete at that level for the time you're with us. So you've got access to a coach 24 hours a day, accountability. They'll come in. They, we do business intervention. So a team of people, including myself, will come out to you, into your business for um, two or three days, destruct your whole business down to the foundations, find out where all the leakages are, plug up, uh, do a psychological assessment on all of your team, so a disc assessment on all your team, and go and interview them. And if there are things that need changing or they need to be in different roles, we give advice on how to do that. And how long How long is this process? This is about three months. Three months, okay, so 90 days, okay. Yeah. And in terms of your clientele, what's your, it seems like you have two two avatars, right? You have yeah. the, the, the B2B and the B2C. So do you mind breaking it down further? Yeah, sure. So. Business to business is very simple. Um, I enjoy helping people that need and want to change. Now, needs and wants are different. They, they've wanted to change, and now they've come to, like we all did at some point, we came to that wall and went, holy shit, I need an epiphany, I need a miracle. 
they're the people that I'm after, the entrepreneurs that want to go, who are already successful, but they're going to burn out Veal very quickly. And when you get to Burnout Veal, the next stop is Brokeville. No one wants to be there. I'm at that point where they go to Burnout Veal and they realize they need to go to their next level and want the tools, relationships, networks, et cetera, to go to that next level. The other side of it is uh, business to company. Now, small companies are always comfortable, but they're never in growth zone. So the lifespan of a company changes. And it's the people who are in infancy as a company and want to go into adulthood, but don't know how to take that leap. They're my, they're my clientele. And they're usually about between, in this day and age, 25 and 35. The businesses are usually about between three years old and seven years old. Okay. That are usually waiting, wanting to get that extra leap, but they all lack most, sorry, most of them lack that greater vision, the purpose in it. So business that earning what, like 500k to what, uh, three to um, five, from 500k to like 500k 3 up to uh, up to three million at least. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we we take uh, if they they're, that they're at that level, I can become a consultant within their company. So again, I go in and look for leakages and you know disc assessments. Leadership structures and management within companies. All right. So, Bass, what differentiates you from any other company, any other coach, another business coach? I, I want to know the differentiating factor. I've done it. I'm testament of my everything that I've done and built. I built from nothing. From traveling the world on donations, I ended up in this country with a rucksack, and that's all I had. Mm-hmm. I literally had about 30 cents in my pocket. From there, I was built up. Everything from just before COVID, when I met my wife and come back into this country, to six and seven figures. But I don't know, it wasn't done because of the money. I've lost it all and rebuilt it. It happens. It's part of business. But I've never quit. Everything that I teach has been self-taught through trial and error and learning from the best people in the world. It's not a textbook. It's not going to some seminar. It's, I've been to them, but I've applied them. And if I, everything that I teach and do is applied formatting, it's applied success, and it works because I've learned it from the best people in the world. Okay, okay. So now, right, because I know back in the day, what drove you was a bit different. So at this current state of your life, yep. right, this current state of, you know, Bass Porter, um, you know, the millionaire, the success coach, what's currently driving you at this moment? Change, change in the world, um, showing up for other people in authentic ways and giving them a platform to initiate their success and their voice in the world because I know how powerful that can be. And I also know from my own experiences that collectively we can create change. If an individual tries to initiate it, nothing happens. It's bringing people together, like-minded people who want to build their legacies, who have vision, purpose, and want to have collective change. And it's driving that force to give them a platform to create that change for other people. That's my driving force. I love that, man. That's awesome. 
So, um, are you working on any new new projects? Any new books you you would like to share with us? Uh, yeah, uh, I've, I'm re-releasing my first book very shortly. Um, it's going to be called uh, Rise from the Ashes. Mm, it's about like how how I overcame the struggles in my life, turned them around to help other people, and some of the lessons and spiritual stuff that I went through uh, within that time. But it's again, it's it's the proceeds for that are in talks now with um, a couple of charities for the proceeds to go to the charities to raise awareness for them. There's also a car partner, a potential business partner I'm in talks with that we're actually looking at ending and ending hunger in uh, America. And that isn't uh, with Feed America, although they are a partner with it. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, for-profit enterprise we're launching um, that puts people on the map and it gives back re- re- reoccurring donations to charity by successful businesses and business pe- people and companies partnering with us to provide um, change within local communities. That's awesome right there, man. That's definitely awesome. So if someone were to inquire about your um, your services or just want to connect with you, where can they go to find you? Simply go to uh, 8888coaching.com. And you can schedule a free call with me. It's not a sales pitch. I don't do sales pitches on calls. It's just purely a service for you to understand where you are and what I can do for you, what the business can do for you and all, all your business. Okay. So don't expect a sales pitch on a call. I'm not enrolling you. I want to hear about you because I believe in meaningful conversations. Awesome. Hence why you're on this podcast right now. We, we jumped on jump on a nice discovery call and now we're here yeah. <laughs> a few days later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um Bass, I would like to just say thank you. Thank you for um powering through your journey, not giving up, you know, despite you know the you know the shell shock, despite everything you've gone through. Um and thank you for doing the work, man. Thank you. You know, thank you for doing the work. I also like to thank all of our, you know, um, members and followers for lending us the ears and the eyeballs. Um, and last but not least, Bass, uh, how may I serve you? You have. Uh, you have just by giving me a platform and having a conversation. How may you serve me? Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I love what you do. And let's have more conversations like this. Yes, indeed. Definitely. We definitely will keep in, in touch, man. It's not it's not the last conversation. No. So, um, again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with someone else that will benefit. And make sure to tune in for next week's episode. Take care. Be blessed. And cheers. We're out.